The Matt Wyatt Show podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. Buying or selling, make sure you go there first. Online at mslandbank.com. That's Mississippi Land Bank, where they understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. Is a garage. Remember, always seek shelter in dangerous conditions and follow directions from public safety officials. For more info, go to fcc.gov slash WRKS Pickens Jackson. You better lock the doors, turn up the radio, strap yourself in. Because it's time for the Matt Wyatt, Wyatt Show. The guy who's the color commentator for Mississippi State football and SEC baseball. So yeah, he brings a lot to the game. And he's right here. Right now. now. Online at thezone1059.com and on your radio at ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Hey, everybody. Yeah. What in the world? What in the wide, wide world of sports is it going on here? <laughs> what happened? Holy one of my favorite movies. mackerel. I just, I have, like, all I have is questions right now as we start the show. That's just the honest truth. All I have is questions. What happened? What in the wide, wide world of sports is, well, as they say in the movie, is a going on here? I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance across the great state of Mississippi. Hit them up at favorites.com. Your hometown heroes. Why do I call them that? Well, it's pretty simple. Because when you have that fender bender at 11 o'clock on Saturday night on your way home from the game... You know who to call. They're a text away, and they live like two blocks down, right? They're right there at home, hometown, and they're heroes because they show up when you need them. It's Monday. It is a reaction Monday. Do you know what that means? It means I hadn't planned anything for this show. I almost said that I hadn't planned nothing, but that would be grammatically incorrect. But you get the point. I hadn't laid out anything into this show. The entire time that I am on the air it is yours. Well, it's yours and mine. There's nothing predetermined, decided ahead of time that we're definitely going to do it this time during the show. This is a reaction Monday. The mood is important. And with that said, I don't know of a better way to set the mood for today's show than with this. We are so much better on defense right now than any part of the season last year. JB, was that mean? Tell the truth. Was no, it? man. I think that was uh, that was somewhat apropos. You don't think that was out of bounds, do you, for me to do that? I actually thought you were going to come back from with the clip from Matt with this. Oh, with this, Matt. I don't yeah. mean to be dismissive, man. I just don't think it matters. I mean, you know, LSU is a is roughly a twenty point favorite in that game, and I think they're going to win it by three touchdowns. That don't make no sense. All right, that's enough of that. I got a better way to start the mood or get the mood going. Let's go. Come on. And just remember, some of y'all predicted it and didn't back off. Lynn on Facebook. Sven almost nailed the score on YouTube. You believed before I did. Hats off, literally. 
The JSU Sonic Boom setting the mood for you on a Monday. Ride around Jackson, roll the window down, turn it up to 11. Y'all can text me on the Country Pleasing text line, Country Pleasing Sausage on grocery, grocery store shelves throughout the southeast. Text me at 885-ESPN. 885-ESPN or 885-3776. Also, give me a call on the uh, Divini phone, Divini Equipment, Madison and in Jackson. Your Kubota dealer. Another who, if I am remembering correctly... Another who predicted correctly that Mississippi State was going to win the football game, didn't back off, was a guy who calls the show named Chris. I wonder if it's the same one. Chris on the Divini Equipment phone line. Start us off on this Monday, Reaction Monday, Chris. What's up? How are you doing, Matt? Just right. How are you? I'm great, especially after Saturday night. Um, I just wanted to tell all the LSU fans that listen to your show, I told you so, I told you so, I told you so. I've been telling you for weeks, but you just don't want to listen. And now you want to blame it on Stingley not being there. But guess what? If we hadn't turned the ball over four times, we'd have beat y'all by 21 more points. So it would have been 31 points instead of 10 points. Because we were going towards the end zone all three times we fumbled the ball. Mm -hmm. So all I got to say is, the right team won last last night when Seattle won, and the right team won Saturday when Memphis, Mississippi State won. And Arkansas, don't think that we're Georgia. And, Matt, I've got a way too early prediction, but I'm going to say this now. The only team I think that Mississippi State's going to lose to all year, and I had this feeling, is Alabama. That's a big statement, but you know what? Here on this Monday, it doesn't sound as big as it would have last Monday, Chris, after we've seen what we've seen. Exactly. And I'm worried about Alabama because, I mean, yeah, they look good, but who'd they beat up on? Missouri? That's like beating up on Vanderbilt right yeah. now. Yeah, Alabama's so, so I mean, fast. And here, remember this, Chris, just, you know, and I'm not at all, you know, throwing water on any optimism at all, and I'm not even getting you to back off of what you said. I'm just saying, you know, let's throw in the reality that. This week is really important to keep an eye on everyone in the league also because, remember this, now everybody has film on their opponent. Okay? You know, Alabama's got film on who, I don't even know who they play, but they got one game of film plus last year. You know, Alabama goes into Missouri, they don't really know they're studying App State personnel with that coaching staff. You know what I'm saying? So this is an important week, too, to keep an eye on because, yes, some the good teams will improve a lot from week one to week two, but also what keep an eye on coaching staffs and decisions and scheming and game plans because now we got film on everybody's personnel and what they did last week. Week two will look a little bit different across the league. So I will say this about Mississippi State though. I wanted to say one last thing. I, I'm impressed with the offense, but we all thought the offense was gonna be good. What I am impressed with more than anything was how our defense played. Our defensive line played out of this, out of their mind. I don't. I mean, it's been a long time. It's been since Jeffrey Simmons was there, since we've seen that kind of effort. But I mean, even at the end of his their their thing, you know, they weren't even running the ball like that. That was a great thing to see, and that's why I'm so optimistic. Hey, but, Chris, you know, I'm hey. glad you brought it up because I fully intend to touch on that today. That's my take. 
I, I did, as you can imagine, State wins a game like that. I start getting calls for interviews on other radio shows and stuff around the southeast and all. And we, I had two this morning in Alabama. And I told those guys, because they all asked, say, were you surprised? And I say, honestly, you know, I've, I've seen some practice. I've seen some stuff. I know 600 yards, okay, that's that's out of this world. But I wasn't really surprised that State went out and was throwing and catching the way they did in the pass game, because I've seen it. What surprised me, honestly, was the tenacity, physicality that the defense played with and how well they tackled, Chris. That So I'm with you on that. The I know they still gave up 34, but at, at key times, key stops, creating some turnovers when they had to in seven sacks and tackled great. It was um, really impressive, I thought, in, in those aspects for the defense. That's true. And hey, Ole Miss fans, don't hold your don't don't hang your head because y'all played a really good game. I was surprised and I was locked into that game, and I was actually rooting for Ole Miss before it was over with. And I'm a state fan, but I want to say two last things: Costello for Heisman and Hell State. Y'all have a good day. Appreciate it, Chris. Out. As you can imagine, on a uh, reaction Monday, there is so much out there. The country pleasing text line eight eight five ESPN. Grumpy was the first to text on the show today, said, Matt, enjoyed you and Neil's broadcast. Great job. Thank you so much. Yeah, I saw Kyle York's, and I made the same joke to Neil after the guy said, I threw for like 600 yards my career. This man went and did it in four quarters today. I saw Kyle. He's he's a great guy. Um, so thanks for yours. Sean texted the show, and he said, can we get uh, the guy on you had last week who made the comment about all the players LSU lost and said it just doesn't matter, LSU by 30. I think we played that clip for you. Now, and, and since this is the first reaction Monday, as you can imagine, again, there's more text than I can get to in a short period of time, and that's fine. The more, the better, and we're going to get to all of them, okay? It's just we'll, we'll get to them kind of all at once. Same thing. Everybody commenting, got a conversation going on right now on, um, <clears throat> excuse me, on um, the YouTube live stream, on Facebook on the live stream. And so I'll get to some of those comments and questions, too. We've got plenty of time to do all of that today. First, though, I don't want to make him hang on any longer. Gator Greg, early on today's show on this Reaction Monday on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Greg, what'd you think, man? Hey, and congrats to your Gators. Well, Mr. Wild, I, I, I got to say, you, uh, I believe Mississippi State and Florida had the best kickers in the league. That's all I want to talk about. Your, your field goal kicker made them big kicks to, mm-hmm. to keep the lead. I mean, you, you got that uh, down pat, but uh, if, if people listen to this show, it's not a surprise that Mississippi State uh, beat LSU. We we said that they were going to be within the number. I think what I was impressed with, if you can tell me the name, and I guess I got mad at CBS like some of the folks did when when I and I love Nestler, but Mississippi State is not Burgundy; they're maroon. And then <laughs> after that, I just turned it off and listened to you and and, uh, and Neil, Mr. White, and yeah. you did a good job. I, I love your analysis, uh, Steve Spurrier Jr. I uh, wish we had him in Florida. He's making an impact on your receivers. I really was impressed. Uh, and uh, I just hope your quarterback arm don't fall off. You can't, you know, like 60 <laughs> passes. That's a lot, just like uh, uh, Mr. Trash down there. Mr. Wyatt, I'm going to go ahead and call it. I'm glad. I didn't tell you this, but I had put some money on Mississippi State Casino to win the SEC West. What? Uh, I talked to one of my buddies, just a state guy, and you're, you're a state guy too. How about Dan Mullen versus Mississippi State in the SEC Championship this year? This is COVID because 
because Florida can't beat Georgia with that Swiss cheese defense that Florida's playing. I'm concerned about that. That was atrocious. But uh, how about that, Mr. Wyatt? Whatever state state fan take that undefeated state team versus Dan Mullen and, and for the SEC championship to get in the playoff. I'm going ahead and call my shot right now. It's 2020 and COVID. Go Gators. We'll see you, Mr. Wyatt. Appreciate you. And Gator Greg out. Thanks for the call, man. Hey, we'll take it. <laughs> Certainly storylines and angst and all that kind of stuff, but we'll take it. <clears throat> I'm sure Florida would too, huh? Just get there somehow, some way. Who cares who you play? Yeah, state. You got to get through Alabama. You got to get through Auburn and A and M and Kentucky on the schedule and Georgia and a lot of this. So we got a long way to go. But the kickers, yeah, McPherson for Florida was really good. He he hit from 55, 37, and 23. Made it look easy. And then Brandon Ruiz was outstanding for state. He was just automatic and. On kickoffs, too, Ruiz hit from 35, 24, and 43. The one he hit from 43 would have been good from 53 really easily uh, or more. And so they were automatic. Uh, No question about it. No question about it. All right. Um, Honestly, when you say, okay, I don't know where to start, I think the place to start is at the start. Okay, so going back here, unnamed texter said, you need to call your pal from LSU and ask him about that 21-point win. Yeah, we had who was it? Uh, <laughs> Matt Muscana. I know, but we have a texter named Tiger Somebody. Um, oh yeah, yeah, he did. He he was willing to give. Uh, he was giving up to eighteen points. Yeah, three give, touchdowns. He he was really confident. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I mean, it's fair to say he was really really confident. I don't know. We'll have to see if we get a response. PRG said the real question is how many times are you going to play the clip of Muscona completely dismissing MSU as a viable opponent? And I'm not going to do that to him. Look, Matt's a really good guy. Uh, he is. And, you know, and, and in media, one of the reasons Matt is so successful is because he's one of those who does not ever mind having a strong opinion, and you have to. Ghost Pepper said, Matt, the LSU guy you interviewed who scoffed and didn't think it mattered how many players opted out. Look, and that's the other thing, too. If you remember this, Matt. Stinchcomb, former player, first-rounder, analyst now, the ESPN SEC Network, predicted basically on this show on Thursday, was it Thursday or Wednesday? At some point last week, Matt said, I like Mississippi State in the game. And it was a combination of kind of projecting confidence on the state offense, knowing what we know about Mike Leach, but also looking at LSU. And he said, it's just going to be a whole new experience for them run out on the field. What's a and and I felt it. You felt it. We could all see it that they weren't going to be the same. What's amazing to me, JB, is that so many people did think LSU was going to be the same. Well, I go back to Stinchcomb's comment. Uh, I was talking to a guy this morning at the at work, and uh, I said, you know, the thing that he, Matt said that got me was, oh yeah, I believe Mississippi State's got this. I mean, he didn't bat an eye. He didn't pause a second or anything. No. So, um, and 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 I'll be honest. I mean, I thought State had a chance to win. I felt one hundred percent certain they could cover the point spread. Mm-hmm. But you never know. But the thing that I thought, as I watched the game, was they continued to get punched in the face and they punched back. I know. So that was a key. It was a key, and we could find the actual drives. But I pointed this out at one time. What? Well, I mean, look at the first turnover, right? You throw a pick six and go down seven to three, and how did they respond? They took the kickoff and drove 75 yards in six plays and scored and took the lead back. I mean, just like that. Um, so you're right. In that ball game, 
the ability to kind of come back. And and true enough, you know, 17 points off of turnovers. LSU had 17 points off turnovers. Half of their points on the scoreboard were off of Mississippi State turnovers. And, and seven of those 17 turnover points right into the end zone. Throw a pick, here we go. Hit your head on the goalpost, right? Like just like that. And State just kept coming back and kept coming back. There's so much to get into how they kept coming back. And one of the reasons they kept coming back, JB, State's players were in better condition physically than LSU's players. That that sure seemed to be uh, one of the guys that I was watching the game with. He made that comment uh, about middle of the third quarter. He said, he goes, uh, quote, their guys are gassed. Um, But I think you made the point early on in the show is that the defense really stepped up when they needed to step up. Was it uh, middle linebacker Errol made three straight tackles mm-hmm. in a row? Yeah, yeah, Errol Thompson. Yeah. I mean, he was incredible. You know, you know another way that you can tell when a team is in good shape physically? When they get banged up and they come back into the game. Yeah. I, as far as I know, State had one guy who got banged up and didn't come back in. That might have been uh, Island, the left guard. I can't remember if he came back in. But I know Errol Thompson banged up, leaves the game, comes back. Aaron Brule dealt with cramps all day long. They, Cream Brule, that's what yeah. I call him now. Yeah, well, he played really <laughs> well, and you know, and kept coming back. Martin Emerson gets that stinger. I, I'm assuming stinger. I don't know that, but that's the way it looked to me. Because you get a stinger just right in the neck or shoulder area, you will think you are paralyzed. It is debilitating. I've been through it. It's awful. You you'll think uh, I'm never going to use this uh, you know arm again. And then when it finally goes away a half hour later, you can go. You know, yeah. now you'll be sore, but you can go. And I, I'm assuming since he came back, that's what that was. Um, Kylan Hill went out halfway through the either the second or third quarter. I can't remember. And I looked it over to my buddy and I said, you know, I said, uh, Scott, that's not going to be a good thing. He goes, oh, no, he does this all the time. He'll be back in a minute. <laughs> and he came and then back. he came back, and that's when he scored the touchdown. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I I have a question. I've been trying to figure yeah, it out, me. but my my math hadn't been doing it. But a buddy of mine wants to know what was the average scoring drive for Mississippi State yeah. in the game. Well, we can look at the, the drives. So if you look at if you went just scoring drive, so you had a field goal drive that was twelve plays, sixty six yards. That was the first scoring one. That kind of skews the average a little bit, JB. Yeah, because that was like six minutes and twenty two seconds. It was their longest. And in terms of number of plays and length of time off the clock, drive all day long. Yeah. Okay, that was the field goal. So excuse it because it's 12 plays, right? And they go 66 yards. So if we're talking yards, maybe not. But here's the point. Touchdown drives of six plays, 75 yards, two minutes. Seven plays, 75 yards, uh, three minutes, basically. Just under three. One play, 75 yards, Colin Hill. Five plays, 56 yards, a minute 44. And then seven plays, 71 yards in two and a half minutes at the end of the game. Their longest offensive possession the entire ballgame was the second time they got it. After they go three and out, defense gets a stop, you get it back, and State went 66 yards in 12 plays, six and a half minutes, and kick a field goal. It's the longest possession of the whole ballgame. <laughs> not, not your typical ball control offense. Man, listen to this. <laughs> They win a game on the road, put up 44 points. Defense only allows 34, gets seven sacks. They had that one six-minute, 22-second possession by State. 
They only had one other possession the entire ball game that took over three minutes off the clock. All the rest of their possessions were under three minutes in some shape, form, or fashion. <laughs> yeah, it ain't no ball control in that whatsoever. Uh, Big Jim on the Divinity Equipment phone line this morning on a Reaction Monday. What's up, Jim? Hey, Matt. How y'all doing today? Great. Thanks for calling. On a Mississippi State Monday, Monday afternoon. The thing that impressed me about Saturday was uh, how uh, how well how impressed Costello was with the SEC. They interviewed him after the game. He said, and he said, "This means more." It, 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 it's like he had a, had an SEC experience that opened his eyes to what it really really means because he'd been in the Pac-12. He just he just probably hadn't been around that many athletes that fast and playing that that kind of ball. Mm-hmm. And he says, it means more down here. And that impressed me that his eyes was open to that. Yeah. And in the ball game, even though Mississippi State would go down, you would get that feeling that they got this. Mm-hmm. You, uh, it, it, that fear of losing wasn't on me that, that they would lose because it, it seemed like they had the ball game in, in their back pocket, so to speak, because the confidence level had rose so much. You know, you're right, Jim. And I've never seen Mississippi State have that many receivers have that much fun. You can tell that the receivers were having fun. No question office. about it. No question about it. Because and run and Jim, they ran every single, single round, round. You know, ninety miles an hour because they expect the ball to hit them in the head if they turn around and aren't ready. You know, there's great urgency in their pass game. And you saw that right out of the gate in game one. That's just a result of the way they work that pass game in practice. It really is incredible, a sight to see. Miss Dinah on Facebook says, We got an MSUN and a new grandson all in the same day. Be still my heart. Go dogs. How about that, Miss Dinah? That new grandbaby boy brought us a win on his birthday. Congrats to the Sneed family. I know y'all are beaming. All right, just getting started. Reaction They're Monday. They're going to name him KJ. <laughs> Maybe so. There's a lot of noise when it comes to 5G. We're 5G ready. We're 5G-ish. At C Spire, we're not playing their game. The fact is, 5G doesn't always mean 5G speeds. But thanks to our exclusive fiber technology and hundreds of millions invested in network... <laughs> I didn't get a chance... I didn't get a chance to actually talk to Jonathan McMillan from uh, Divinity Equipment. Jonathan and I have become buddies. Uh, Some people call him J-Mac. Other people call him the lockdown corner from MC back in the day. But anyway, you know, he's got some family members that are big LSU fans. And I didn't get a chance to talk to Jonathan. By the way, y'all go by and talk to Jonathan. Divinity Equipment, Madison, Spring Ridge Road in Jackson. Great guy. But he texts me. He was doing some other stuff. And he texts me. And I think it was just in regards to the score of the game. And he just texts me and it said, is this for real? <laughs> and when Jonathan said that, I could just, I could see his face and I could hear his voice exactly the way he would say it. Man, is this for real? <laughs> so Jonathan, I, I meant to call you and I got busy or something, but I picked up on your dismay. At the result of that ball game, all right? Uh, 
more comments, texts, opinions, and comments, questions, and everything that I can possibly get to. I'm coming to the phone. we got callers hanging on. I'm coming to that, though. I wanted to read this. On the Country Pleasing text line, Dennis, formerly of Omaha, on the Country Pleasing Sausage text line, y'all text me at 885-ESPN. He said, I think it's safe to say that Mr. Costello is a fair flinger of footballs. <laughs> I love the alliteration, man. <clears throat> Thank you very much. All right. One of the men who nailed it, never backed off of it, didn't care if others snickered and predicted from day one that State was going to win the game and almost nailed the score himself, is on the Divinity Equipment phone line. He is Lynn. Lynn, hats off to you, man. You nailed it. Oh, how are you doing, man? I, you know, the, the score was a lucky guess. We all know that. that. You could throw a million times and never get that close. Yeah, right. Uh, what what did what was off. the what was the score? Because you repeated it several times. What was it that you predicted? Forty-two thirty-five is what I called. Dad, gum it. That was close. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, that was. I've never called a score that close in my life on anything. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I just had faith the whole time, man. I thought we'd win the game, and I, I, but I never really thought my score would be that close. But I, I, I had to call you this morning. I'm like, I got to call him. I got a lot going on. I'm changing jobs, changing trucks. But, okay. Uh, I there you. wasn't no way I could get going and not call today. That's that bit of luck. Absolutely. The man said 42, 42. Was it forty-two to thirty-five? I, I mean, forty-two thirty-five was my was what I had it at. Hey, and I tell uh, you this, uh, Lynn, I've got to correct this for everybody listening, because I said the defense gave up thirty-four points. Well, they didn't. They gave up twenty-seven, and and a bunch of people have commented and texted and said, "Man, <laughs> they gave up twenty-seven. They didn't give up thirty-four. And so I didn't mean to slight the defense like that. That's right. Well, I'm going to give you one for Arkansas this week now. Of course we're going to win. That goes without saying. But uh, I won't never predict no other way than that. But I, I'm going to say we're going to get this one about 45 to 28. No, 24, my bad. Okay. All right, 45-24. That's what I'm going to go with. We'll see how late I get. If I get that close again, I'm going to say it. Okay. Hey, uh, Lynn, <laughs> Have a good hey Lynn, before yeah. you hang up, I'm going to give you one stat. Coach Ogeron is having his press conference right now, and he just got on. He got on there and said that after they reviewed the film, Mississippi State had 383 receiving yards after the catch. That's unreal. Is that not amazing? That is unreal. I, I honestly think that might be the first time I've heard of big passing games, 500 yard passing games. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that before. Wow. Lynn, thanks for the call, buddy. Call me anytime. Jake is next. Divinity Equipment Phone. What's up, Jake? Hey, hey, man. How you doing today, brother? Just right. What's up? Great. Hey, uh, uh, congrats to Mississippi State. Uh, I loved it. And this would teach you that offense can't win games. Defense can win championships. Right. The defense is going to carry them all the way through this. But you've got to have the right type of offensive mind. Now, this coach for some Mississippi State, now I'm from Austin, this guy gave UT everything they had on when he was the Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. And that's why I know Mississippi State is going to have a pretty good team this year. 
Texas Tech came down to Austin and beat us so bad one time, and it was just embarrassing. And Leach was the coach. Yeah. And that's how I know this guy can flat out coach offense. That's why he. That's why uh, this guy having a uh, um, uh, a press conference saying how many yards after the catch because he know how to get the receivers in position to catch it and make some yards after he catch the ball. Yeah, that's a perfect thing. I mean, that, that, I, I I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but but uh, do Mississippi State play Arkansas next next week? Yes, uh-huh. Arkansas on Saturday in Starkville. Uh, guys, I'm telling you, Arkansas ain't no joke. No, they're better. They're absolutely better. And I'll tell you this, Jake. Here's what I – you know, you don't fear Arkansas, and State should win the game. But here's the thing about them. Here's what people need to realize. Number one, they now have film. Everybody now has some film on each other. That's big in game planning. They'll find matchups, and and teams will do a little better. Okay? Also, inexperienced Mm -hmm. teams, all this stuff. Now they have a game under their belt. Here's the other thing to remember. One of the things that I thought Bart Gregory and Charlie Winfield nailed this in our postgame show, LSU had an overconfident approach. Okay, so they had looked in the mirror and not judged themselves correctly. So that's why they gave up seven sacks. They didn't go to max protection enough. They gave up seven sacks. Um, They kept playing man-to-man coverage. That's why so many uh, completions went for those 380 yards after the catch because there's no defense back there. So... Arkansas is going to totally do a different deal. Number one, Arkansas will play deeper coverage. They'll have two safeties. They'll back off. You'll have all kinds of cushion at the line of scrimmage. And they will, mm-hmm. in, instead of four and five and six play scoring drives, they're going to force State to go on nine and ten play scoring drives. And then Arkansas's offense, with a big, tall, strong arm quarterback in Felipe Franks, who has played in Starkville mm-hmm. before, Arkansas will do a little more max protect. They won't do five- and six-man protection. Sometimes they'll use a tight end. And they'll say, we don't care how what you have in coverage. We're just going to throw a deep ball one-on-one against whoever is on the outside. They're going to try to win the game with some jump ball opportunities. I promise you Arkansas is going to do that. They, they are. And also, Felipe Franks, you know, that's when he came out of Florida. So yeah. now he has no pressure. There's no, there's nothing on his – there's no monkey on his back to keep him, you know, uh, if I mess up, I'll be on the bench. He's going to come out slinging the ball. Yeah. And that's how Mullins trained him. Right. But unfortunately, you know, he had somebody, you know, uh, put the pressure on him kind of hard that he made a lot of mistakes. Um, but I do predict uh, State going to win this thing. Uh, and congratulations to Lynn. Lynn called it perfect. I mean, uh, he sure me personally, did. I had it 38 10. 38 10. My <laughs> prediction, yeah, that's that, that my prediction. But I forgot about, you know, uh, Leach. This guy, he's the offensive team. He straight up is. Okay, guys. Uh, I ain't going to hold you on. Thanks, Jake. Appreciate Appreciate you, man. Call me anytime. Um, Jimmy, watching on YouTube, says, what a group of receivers we have. Defense was very physical. And that's the thing, man. You know, the the combination of – I just think as a whole. I think as a whole, State's team looked like they were in better condition physically across those four quarters than LSU was. That's the way it looked to me. And – then the defense was so much more physical. I thought that was a big part of it. Um, let me get in here to the country, please, and text line, and then I'm coming to you, Clay. Give me one second here. Uh, unnamed texture says, Matt, what a game Saturday. I was so excited at what I saw. Unfortunately, I had to listen to you on my phone because we were at my daughter's softball tournament. Um, it says she's 11. Uh, pitcher, she's a big state fan. 
When she was two, she'd run around the house ringing a cowbell. And then he says, anyway, I lost the broadcast with two minutes left. Did not hear the end of the game. Do you know what happened to the broadcast? Love your show. No, I have no idea. So I, I don't know where you were streaming it, but we didn't get reports of any issues on our end on the broadcast. Um, so I don't think it went away for everybody. Plus, I've got highlights of all those calls, so they actually did happen. Um, who's next? Clay on the Divinity Equipment phone. Hit me, Clay. What's up? What's up, man? Yo. Well, Matt, really they only gave up 24 points because they had a turnover and got a three and out, forced to field goal. I mean, that was not really on the defense. But okay. All right. It does go against them. I mean, you said 27, 24. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm going to tell you, and I said it on Boater Day, I was amazed. And, and teams tend to take on the personalities of their coach. I was amazed how they just – Adversity, yeah. Throw interception, fumble the ball, short field twice. Hey, and Clay, let me ask you this real quick. This is the most insignificant thing, but you know there was a time in the game where LSU had just nailed another punt and caught uh, Austin Williams caught it like at the five yard line. It's going to be first and ten at the five, but there was a penalty by uh, LSU five yarder. And Mike Leach had the option to just decline it and go ahead and play offense at the five or make them kick it again and see if we can get better field position, right? And mm -hmm. he said, I'll make them kick it again. So they kicked it again, and this time he caught it at the 10. It gave them five yards. Instead of super conservative, yeah, they, I just thought that's just another example of even teeny tiny things, they are being super aggressive. you got about 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, if you make them kick it again, it's a bad snap, a block punt, yeah. a shank punt. I mean – I'm always let's play let's play the odds make him do it again. But just I'm telling you, not not overzealous. He's not super out there and rah rah as most coaches. But you could see those players adapted to his personality. They didn't they didn't go there thinking they were going to get beat. That's we right. all may have thought they were going to get beat, but they didn't get off that bus thinking they were getting beat. That's a great that's point. That's, that's a great point. I, that's the way I saw it. Good stuff, all Clay. Right. I think you're right. I, I mean, that's a great point. You're right. The, f the truth is, the team reflected their coach and had a had a mindset that was frankly different than anybody watching the game. And pretty soon, hey, it changed for all of us. Hey, hang on, we got to go. Matt, you still got me? Yeah, stick around. Hang on, we got to go. All right, back with you. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance. Also staying connected to you because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. C Spire, customer inspired. Text me on the country please and text line or call me. I'm coming back to Clay, but real quick, I wanted to read something. Uh, I got an, a text from an unnamed texter on the country please and text line. It says, our sincerest thanks to the Tennessee Volunteers for them choosing to stay irrelevant in the SEC and the national scene by not finalizing the hire of Coach Leach and instead getting Jeremy Pruitt. We are more than glad to be the ones to prove the air raid works in the SEC. Signed, State fans. <laughs> thanks for the text. All right, Clay, thanks for hanging on. I know the, the break kind of cut us short on the Divinity phone. What's up, Clay? Go ahead. No, it's fine. And, and one of the one of you, you still with me? Yeah, I'm here. Matt. Yeah, okay. I'm here. Loud one and clear. One of the other things, though, that, you know, can you hear me? Okay, we're good. All right. Uh, one of the other things is the receivers that are there. We heard for the two years that Moorhead was there that, oh, we don't have the personnel, the receivers to run what I want to run. And I understand those cats have been coached up. And 
I mean, how can you not take those receivers and coach them up? I understand they're they're raw. They're not the five star, four star, three stars that most people want it. But those guys freaking played amazing. It shows what a little coaching will do. Mm-hmm. And again, it's the back to the attitude of your coaches. These players believe in those guys and coached them up. But I'm going to tell you this, and I'm going to let you go. I was listening to national radio on my way home from beach yesterday, and one of the guys on <clears throat> I was curious like him. They were talking about Mike Leach and the air raid offense coming to the SEC and blah, blah, blah. And one of the guys was like, you know, it's just not long-term going to work in the SEC. It's just not going to do it. And the guy goes, why do you say that? He goes, it's SEC talent running it against SEC talent. He's not bringing, and no slight to Washington State or Texas Tech, he's not bringing those talent, that, that, those talent level kids in and trying to run it against SEC school. That's right. I never thought about it like that. But, and he's still got to get his talent that he wants. He, he's using somebody else's and making it happen. And we're going to have a bad game. We're going to have a bad day, and everybody's going to think what they're going to run their mouths or whatever. But enjoy this one. Move mm-hmm. on. We will be 3-0 going to Texas A&M. Or Texas A&M coming to us. I don't even know the schedule anymore. It's so confusing. But, yeah, we will be 3-0 going into that Texas A&M game. Let's hope for the best there. Appreciate the call. But y'all have a good one, man. Thanks, Clay. I got a text from a friend on my phone from C Spire. And it just said this. Have you talked about how MSU could use the excuse of losing half of their starters from last year also? Seems like LSU's been getting the benefit of the doubt on that front, but MSU wasn't coming at them with much SEC experience at all. New quarterback, new staff, brand new offense. That is true. I mean, you could say, okay, losses for LSU, yes. But they had the advantage of a quarterback who's been there for three years running the same offense, the same terminology with the same teammates that he's been doing it for three years coming into that game on Saturday. Versus, K.J. Costello's been in start. He got there June 1st. They couldn't even do anything, stay quarantined for a month. They've been practicing for two months. This is the fact, y'all. Mississippi State's staff coached circles around LSU's staff before that game and during the game. Leading up to it and on the sideline and in the booth during the game. In both those areas, state's staff coached circles around the LSU staff. It's a fact. Next up on the Divinity Equipment phone line, Larry. Thanks for hanging on, Larry. What's up? Hey, man, you doing all right? Oh, yeah, as far as I know. Yes. It's always a good Monday when State wins and Ole Miss loses. Got to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I hear hey, you. hey, look, uh, hey, three things, and I'll get off. First, that's the first time in a long time that our wide receivers actually look faster than LSU DB. <laughs> they were just open all day. It was amazing. Let me throw I, this I, in. I don't want to interrupt your train of thought, but let me throw it in and let you continue. The reason, what, A big reason is, as the game went on, State's in better physical condition. Yep, they got tired. Yep, go ahead. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. That that had a lot to do with it. Hey, talking about uh, Arkansas running the zone, I mean, how how are they going to cover Hill? I I mean, he's the zone buster, I guess. So, I I don't know. It's going to be hard to stop that offense. I mean, LSU had four or five stars out there, and they couldn't stop our three-star wide receivers. I I mean, I, I just don't. You know, I just, I don't know. I, I could be wrong, but... Hey, we let me put it to you this way. This year. Let me put it to you this way. And experience matters. 
But even without Derek Stingley on the field, LSU's secondary had as many five-star recruits in it as Mississippi State's entire football team. That's right. Well, we only have one, and he was our offensive tackle, I believe. That's right. And uh, hey, uh, and one other thing, and, and I'll and I'll get off the last that text message you got. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand that excuse LSU using. I mean, Mississippi State graduated what twenty six, twenty seven, had three, four transfers. Is that right? You had four transfer out, and we had a couple opt out. So, mm. I mean, we're in the same boat. We can use the same excuse to them. I guess every school could probably use that excuse. It's it just silly. It, it, I mean, I called in three weeks ago, and, and, I, and I made a statement. See, how irrational can you think that your team's not taking a step back from what all they lost? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. Yep. I mean, you could just sit here, and you could see the upset coming. You, you could just see it. Well, I'll let you go, man. Thank you. Thanks, Larry. Great call. And now, in case you missed it on Facebook, <laughs> If you missed it, go check out my Facebook page. I shared it at uh, facebook.com slash Radio Wyatt. Or just look for Chicken Hawk on there because he let it rip. Chicken Hawk on the Divinity phone. Mr. Hawk, how you feel today? Hey, brother, look at him. That's right, Mr. Capital L-R-A, period. But now, look, I ain't the real mister. I'm going to tell you right now, KJ will never be referred to as KJ anymore. That boy, that young man is Mr. Costello. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that fellow right there, look, you know, I always tell you and Dr. Brother Brojo to get that basketball glove out. But I'm going to tell you something. That doggone Mr. Costello had that football bat out uh, uh, Saturday, brother. Well, let me tell you something right here, too. You know, it's better to walk it than talk it. And uh, we actually walked it Saturday. Now, here's another thing. To be the man, you got to beat the man. Woo! Hold on just a minute. I got it down here beside the seat. Hold on. <laughs> hey, Daddy, hold on one more time. <laughs> I brought it to work with me, brother. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> brought it to work with me. But look at him. <laughs> look at here now. Let me look at here. Oh yeah, Jonathan McMillan. Look here, brother. Uh, yeah, that was for real. Right, right there, that was one of them was for you there, Mister Kubota, and uh, it was for real Saturday, brother. And it's for real today. Now we don't know about next week, but I think it's probably gonna be for real again next week. Here's what I want to know, Matt. Look here. Where in the world did we find? This old Silas Mitchell. Where in the world has he been? <laughs> well, old hold on, Silas, time out. Man, where out. you been, brother? Well, well, hold on. You let's just—if the guy catches that many passes for that many yards and two touchdowns, let's get his name right. It's Osiris, not Osilus. Okay, just making sure we know. Okay. Oh, wait, well, hey, look, I'm so excited right now. It just may be us, us Mitchell. You, you know go. what I'm saying? Sure. Because all of us is behind it. So it may just be old us Mitchell. Hey, and you I'm, know what I'm saying? But what do you think about this? Callan Hill. Hold on. Where, where do you think he about come this? from? What do you think about this? I misspoke oh. earlier. I said Jonathan said, was that for real? He he actually texted me the words, was that legit with three question marks? Well, hey, look here. I, I'm real big on my punctuation. If you notice when I text and when I Facebook. Real big on that punctuation. I don't like all this L-O-L-N and N-I-N. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look, John, 
just one question mark, Bob. And ain't no teacher taught you no word Southern or nowhere else you went to school. Ain't nobody taught you to put no dog on three, four explanation. <laughs> I mean, uh, question marks on or explanation point. Uh-huh. You put a period. You put an explanation. It it, it, it stands on its own. You know that's what uh, look over here in Morton. Of course, now them children up there at the school up north. They got schooled a little bit. I, can't, I ain't going to talk about it. But yes, I am. Because my brother-in-law, Big Red, over there in Pirtle, Big I ain't even called Big Red yet because I know he's been crying. So he got his own business. I didn't want his makeup to get messed up hey, this morning. Chicken Hawk, okay, I want you to I get... I got to go. I know. <laughs> hey, I got to go. I love you. Hold on. <laughs> See ya. See ya. Now, I hated so bad. Now, I hate that I interrupted his thoughts. He was about to talk about Colin Hill. And as soon as I interrupted him, JB, next thing I know, he's talking about his brother-in-law, Big Red, who none of us not even know it. I know it, right? <laughs> but 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 Chicken Hawk's kind of like all of us. He's got a little squirrel in him. Yeah. Hey, listen, the man brought his cowbell to work with. Him. <laughs> when was the last time that happened? <laughs> and he's ringing it and ringing it and ringing it. Oh, that's fantastic. That's a quick hour, man. I've never. In my uh, short tenure here, sitting behind the uh, this big yellow dog, uh, right. <laughs> I haven't seen that country please and text machine light up that fast. I or can't that even phone. That phone looked like a Christmas tree. Listen, I mean, <laughs> here's the thing: Norman, Jeremy, Three Hump, Camel, Anthony, Jackson, Mailman, Jeff, Res Dog, Fletcher, Squirrel, White Denzel, Kevin, Bully Bill, Jason, Russell, Pat, Cowbell, Sean, and and my boy Chow Dog. Have all texted the show, and I haven't even gotten to it yet. Well, I'll just tell you, tell them. We love y'all, man. Hey, we love y'all. <laughs> I'm, I'm promising I'm going to try to read them next. As soon as we come back to start hour two, I promise I'll do my best. Stick around.